0: Old Virginia smoke O V S. Old Virginia smoke O V S. Old Virginia smoke O V S. Old Virginia
1: smoke.
2: Old Virginia.
0: My name is Luke Darnell, pitmaster of Old Virginia Smoke Barbecue, and I'm here to tell you about my new online class available at BarbecueChamps.com. This is a 100% tell-all competition barbecue class from yours truly available online. It is a masterclass with 34 high-definition tell-all online competition barbecue videos that can be watched anytime and they do not expire. They are packed full of pro tips, techniques, and recipes that will show you how to take your barbecue to the next level. These 34 barbecue cooking videos total seven hours and will show you everything that you need to take your competition cooking to a level that you never thought was possible. We've already heard from several teams that have bought our classes and have already seen success and gotten their first calls. So this is something that brings me a lot of joy in sharing my knowledge and seeing people be successful with it. So are you ready to take your competition and backyard cooking to the next level? What are you waiting for? Just go ahead and go to barbecue. Champs.com and find Luke Darnell, Old Virginia Smoke. We hope you learn a lot and enjoy these videos and have as much fun cooking these recipes as we had making them. This podcast is brought to you by barbecuedata.com. barbecuedata.com is your one-stop shop for all of your barbecue competition data: historical data, calls, wins, placements, everything under one roof. It's a great way not only to track yourself in the standings, but also to track how you improve your scores from year to year. Listeners of this podcast. Podcasts can receive 20% off of a new subscription to barbecuedata.com with the code Pitpod. That's one word, all capital letters, P-I-T-P-O-D, Pitpod. So check your team scores, check on others, and do it all on barbecuedata.com. Welcome to another edition of Pitmaster, an old Virginia Smoke podcast. My name is Luke Darnell, the host, and I am joined today by by two of my really good friends in barbecue, Jared Housengay from Insane Swine and Bill Gillespie from Smokin' Hogs. And while we are here on a sad occasion, I think that our friend who we're going to talk about today would be really happy and laughing along with us as we remember him. Uh, we're here to talk about our memories of the I Love Barbecue, Lake Placid Barbecue Festival uh organizer dimitri Feld, uh who was special to pretty much anybody who ever cooked that contest and i think you guys would agree that anybody that dimitri came into contact with is going to have a very fond memory of him
1: oh absolutely um i don't think there was a person in this world that hated him you know he I, i think he was liked by everybody
2: yeah, and, and yeah, you, know, you can say that about very few people, but at least I can say that about very few people that I've met. Uh, I can probably count on one hand the, 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 the people that you just, everybody loves. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm certainly not one of them. I don't claim to be, and that's okay with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, there, there are just very few people out there that are that special uh, in the world. And I think he was one of them. Yeah, definitely.
0: And his, his backstory about how he came to this country is and if you, if I say any of this wrong guys feel free to correct me cuz you guys I think knew him a little bit longer than I did. Um, but Dimitri was a member of the 1980 Soviet Union luge team and when he, they when the Olympics came to Lake Placid he decided to defect to America. That's correct, right? I believe so.
1: Um, I'd have to look more into it, but that sounds
0: pretty accurate. Sounds pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. And he made Lake, Lake Placid his home, and he just the effect that you could see he had on everyone in that community yeah. was just astounding, just astounding. And, Bill, what's one of your favorite memories of his, from him at the contest?
1: Oh, man, so... So we, we first did his contest in 2009, um, and we were up there. We at the Speed Skate Oval, and, I mean, he just – he opened you with, with – he welcomed you with open arms, you know. And so, unfortunately, we – I'll, I'll fast forward a little bit. We didn't get a chance to go back until I think it was 2014 or 2013, whatever. I think it was 2014. Anyway, so we ended up getting a call – I forget what it was and he's like, and coming out of retirement, you know, smoking hogs. And it's just like, it was, I had been retired from his contest for a couple of years, you know, and it was just, <laughs> we had a big laugh about it. So that, that's one of the things I'll I'll always remember about him as he, he still after, you know, four or five years, still remembered me <laughs> from, you know, the first time I competed there Um yeah, it's just he just had a way about him, you know.
0: What about you, Jared?
2: Um, yeah, it, it was really the first time I met him was the most memorable experience because um, I didn't start doing the Lake Placid contest until kind of a little bit later. Um it's been around forever. Um, but I didn't I it's one that I always wanted to do, but when I first started out in barbecue, the drive just seemed daunting and it just didn't it just seemed like a long drive. I heard about the hills going to Lake Placid and how treacherous they are and things like that. And so I finally decided to do it one year. Um and actually found out the Hills really weren't that bad, um, as people were saying. Um, but anyway, I, I got there and you guys know you, you've been there. Uh, there's a couple of ways to get onto the speed skating oval. And when I first got there, I had no freaking idea where to go. I'm like, how, how do I get onto this oval? Um, so I kind of went around the back way and, and again, you guys know, but I'll explain a little bit. The back way brings you to this ramp. Um, so there's a parking lot and kind of a concrete ramp that you can go up and Suzanne and I were just sitting there for a couple of minutes thinking is this the right way to go I, I have no <laughs> once I go up this ramp I can't, couldn't see over it so I didn't I didn't know where it went Um so I, I was I got out of the truck and I was looking at this ramp and all of a sudden, this little guy pops up over the top of the ramp and it wasn't Bill Gillespie. It was another little guy. Um, <laughs> and it was Dimitri. Um, and he's like. Oh, can I, can I help you? I'm not going to do his accent because I would butcher yeah. it. Um, he said, but you guys know, again, the, the great accent that he had. Um, and he said, Hey, hey, can I help you? And I said, Oh, I'm insane swine. Is this the right way on competition team? Is this the right way to, to, to go? He's like, Yeah, come on. Come on. I'll show you. Come on up the ramp. And, and so we, we drove up the ramp and, and followed Dimitri. led us to our spot. And I got out of the truck and I said, Oh, thank you. I really appreciate your help. And, and he came over and he says, Oh, insane swine. I've heard so much about you. Welcome to the competition. He gave me a big hug and, and it's like. Wow, this is going to be a great weekend yeah. yeah you know you get that sort of welcome from from an organizer of a competition, and it just makes you feel good and, and, and i you know that's that that was part of his just his persona and his his personality it's just it made you feel good and and so that was my first experience in my most memorable time um you know with, with dimitri and and you know i i didn't make it back there every single year to is con- a contest due to other obligations, but I went there as often as I could. Uh, it was always a great experience, especially on, on the speed skating oval. So, um, so yeah, that was my, that was my first experience and, and my most memorable one with Dimitri.
0: Yeah. <laughs> my favorite, you? my favorite probably was, I don't know if it was the last time we cooked on the oval. Um, uh, or the time before that, but he had brought out the mobile Olympic torch. Oh, and I, I think it was Friday night <laughs> and we kept telling him that we were going to light it. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, he pulled me aside and I swore to myself, I wasn't going to do an impersonation, but I don't know if I can recall a Dimitri conversation without doing it. Yeah. Um, because he pulled me aside. He goes, okay, you most responsible person here. So you're in charge of lighting this. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm half in the bag, man. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not giving me any instructions. Just, okay, just make sure to turn off when done. Okay. <laughs> so we ended up lighting that thing with a broom and a roll of lit toilet paper.
1: Toilet paper, yes. Yes.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and light this torch, and we all sang the Olympic anthem. And it was one of the coolest nights in barbecue history. That I it just that was late, wasn't it? Super late. This was after the dance off in the kiddie pool. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was just that was just a great night. It was, um, I don't know, man. It was, uh, I know that when it came out that he had passed on, I mean. I know I cried and, yeah. uh, I know that you two were both affected as well. And, uh, just, I mean, it was really cool that they, you know, one of the first people who called me and it wasn't about Dimitri, but it was Rod Gray. And, uh, I told Rod what had happened and I said, you should do something at the KCBS, uh, award ceremony and they did. Oh, good. Uh, Yeah, they put up a nice, uh, a nice picture of him and, uh, and, and, and spoke about him. And, and that's, that was really cool. I'm glad that, uh, the barbecue community got to remember him. But I mean, just the stuff that he did with the community in, in, in Lake Placid with the Shipman Youth, Youth Center and with USA Mm -hmm. Luge and, uh, and also to hear that he passed away from leukemia. I didn't even know he had leukemia.
1: Yeah, I didn't either. Um, that was kind of I. He was I guess he was in remission from a few years ago, which I I had no idea that he.
0: Yeah, and that's I mean that's and that's something I know that's affected all three of us in in some way or another in our personal lives. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know my my mother in law suffered from leukemia, my mom had lymphoma, um, yeah, my and,
1: dad and, had. Uh, T cell lymphoma.
0: Yeah, and just just to hear that that's what happened. I mean, it's just very devastating. But I'm I'm choosing to remember him for all the fun stuff.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: The cheap, cheese. <laughs> <laughs> cheap cheese. Cheap cheese. Cheap
1: <laughs> cheese. Or kids' cue. Yeah, yeah. Go home. Make baby. Come back. <laughs>
0: Go home, make babies. Next year we have kids scheme. I'm like, right. I'm like Dimitri, I don't think it works that way.
1: Yeah, uh, go, home, <laughs> go home, practice. Go home, practice, make kid.
0: <laughs> the, the practice is good. The
2: make, make yeah, kid not right, so good. Right.
1: But you know what was great about him? And I don't know if you ever heard his voice. Like, when you get an email from him, when you read it, it read how he spoke. So you heard his voice in your head as you're reading the email.
0: Every time. even Every time. Yeah. Uh, so we mentioned earlier that, you know, he was on the Soviet Olympic team, but Dmitri was actually Ukrainian and yes. spent the last few years uh, of his life really like going back and forth to the Ukraine, bringing people back with him and hosting them in Lake Placid. Um, mm-hmm. There was no depths to the kindness of this man
2: right yeah I, I know he he made several trips um mm-hmm. o- over the Ukraine, just just helping people just you know with supplies with support mm-hmm. um he he just Everywhere he he went, it seemed like he was doing something to help somebody, mm-hmm. um, and just again, just part of his nature, I think, just part of who he was, um, and, and you know, to to your point earlier, Luke, I I I, I knew he was in remission as well. Um, the, this latest bout, from my understanding, came on really quickly over the holidays, uh, and I think that's what what was such a shock um to to everybody um, other other than his family um, which um, we we can't offer enough condolences to to his family, um, but but it came as a shock to a lot of us who didn't who obviously didn't talk to him on a daily basis or a weekly basis that that, that, that this happened. But you know I, I agree. You know all all of the great memories from that contest and that contest. A lot of people don't know is uh, I forget what year it started. Bill, maybe you know, but it's been it was going been going on forever. I mean, it was one of the longest lasting comp competitions in 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 the northeast. I think
1: I want to say it's like 15 16 years maybe. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. And a lot of contests around here don't you know, they're lucky if they last over 5 years. Right. Right,
1: right. right. yep. Yep.
0: Right, and yeah, it's uh I part of me hopes that it happens this year just so even if it's just a one-off mm-hmm. and it's, they do it in honor of Dimitri. Yeah. I'd make every effort to go and do that.
1: Yep, Definitely. Yeah.
0: It's uh let's <laughs> just think about some of the funny, funny shit he used to do. <laughs> oh my gosh. The awards I would always stream that awards and I would always post. This is the best award ceremony you'll ever watch. You have to watch it. Yeah. And uh, it all and never ever let down. Um, yeah.
1: he was so politically incorrect with uh, <laughs> especially in the last few years with the <laughs> he'd call it the China virus.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, he, he didn't mince too many words. He
1: did, no, <laughs> oh god. He was, <laughs>
0: and, and he always had some sort of uh, yeah. sideshow going on at that contest. You know, well, it was a big festival and people selling barbecue and everything. But you know, sometimes we would have the BMX bike riders on ramps. My favorite year was when they had the Strongest Man competition there,
2: <laughs> and they're all huddled in Jared's tent when the rain. Yeah, <laughs> so it it, pour, it poured rain, and of course. Me being Mr. Social, uh, I'm next to these, these, uh, weightlifter, these, these great big guys and women, um, yeah. that, and, and it, and I'm right next to them while they're practicing, they're warming up for this, this, uh, strongman competition. And it started just pouring rain all of a sudden. And of course, I've got my whatever 10 by 10, or maybe it was a 10 by 20. I'm not sure what I had at that time, but, Everybody, I'm there trimming my brisket, right? It's it's the the the, the day before turn-ins. I'm trimming my brisket, and so I've got I've got crap all over the table, a cutting board, dirty cutting board. I'm dropping shit on the ground, um, and all of these people come in a huddle under under my easy up, and a couple of them even went under <laughs> my table. table, yeah. And a couple of, of, of the women went under my table, and they're wearing, like, these tight gold, like, spandex, like, shorts, short shorts, and and things like this. And Luke is across from me, and he looked over, and he was just laughing his ass off at, at this sight. And I'm just there with a dumb look on my face, like, what the fuck is going on? And, and, and I'm sure it was a sight to be had.
0: It was. It 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 is. It. <laughs> and Dimitri's running around with his hood on, going, "It's okay." And I'm like, "I'm like, look over there. It's not okay. What's happening?" <laughs> Jared's gonna lose his mind. And I know I have a picture of this somewhere. I know I do.
2: Well, I still have videos of the the kiddie pool dancing. Uh, I, I have some of those on my phone with uh, oh, you and Ed from from Fire down uh, down below and uh, Andy from behind Barbecue and and all you guys dancing in the kiddie pool. I, I have I treasure those videos. When I'm having a, a crappy day, once in a while, I'll pull one up and just just watch the hilarity.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it does make for a fun day here's a picture if you guys can see this yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, right, yeah. there's jared with the chicks <laughs> with the gold pants it's so good uh-huh.
2: look how muscular jeez <laughs> i didn't want to i didn't really want to kick them out because i think they, they'd kill me or something <laughs>
0: <laughs> but i mean i know that uh and it's funny, one of the things I did today to get ready for this podcast was I watched Miracle, mm-hmm. uh, Miracle on Ice, because they actually show the field where the contest is held now right. in that, and they also, like, where we used to have the contest on the speed skating rink was in the shadow of the arena from Miracle on Ice. So... Uh, I watched it just so you could see the down, so I could see the downtown of Lake Placid where they filmed and just to put myself there. Um, and just to think fondly of our friend. Uh, it was, it was something.
2: Yeah. And and there was something about just, just being on the speed skating oval. You know, aside from Dimitri being a great organizer and a great guy, um, there's just, there was something special about, about cooking there, right? And, and uh, it, it, the first time that I went there, especially, uh, I was just kind of in awe of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you're there the cook, you're there to do, do well, but you just kind of look around and, and think about the history, uh, the Olympics and, and what's been done there. And, and, um, it's just, yeah, it's really cool, and really inspiring, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it was just a, a fun place to cook.
1: Yeah, what what was special is, you know, it's the home of, of two Olympics, 1932 and 1980. So, yeah, I mean,
0: it's just. There's a vibe. Yeah, right. And, and Dimitri was part of that vibe.
1: Yep, 100%. You
0: know, here's, here's a former Olympic athlete from a different country, Working for USA Luge, working in the community, putting on a barbecue contest and smiling ear to ear while doing it.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah and just from a competitor standpoint, yeah, you, know, you, you you don't encounter uh, number one many people like that but number two uh, organizers like that who truly appreciate you being there and mm-hmm. and it was a festival but and so did he really need the teams probably not you know these festivals it's it's kind of just an extra thing to have a competition and have teams there but he really treated you like like gold like hey yeah. we i i love that you're here thank you for coming um and i think so some of that is lost a little bit when, when you see these big uh, big festivals with small barbecue competitions attached.
1: You know, he was one of the the lowest entry fees as well. Um, I, I think just recently he increased it from one hundred and eighty five dollars to two hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and his prize pool was was well over ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars. And you know, he had um, he had messaged me before last year, saying, hey, uh, you think it's okay if I if I drop the prize pool a little bit because I don't have enough teams? And I said, Dimitri, I said, of course. I said, people are going to come because of you, you know. And it's not right. so much about the money with this one. It's just it's you. And he said, oh, okay, that's good to know. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just, he was just that guy. I don't know. I just can't say it enough, but... You know, he was just such a cool dude. Um, always thinking of of the other person. You know, never, Absolutely. never of himself, and always, you know, he's worried that people would get upset for him dropping the the prize pool. And it's like, dude, don't even worry about that. You know,
0: right? No one was going there to cook for money. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. That that was an as an experience, and it's. It's probably the number one recommended pl- contest I've ever had. Yeah. You know, people, people are like, where should I go cook? I'm like, Lake Placid. I know it's a giant pain in the ass to get there. It's a long way away, but you will remember it for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And we'll remember him. Yeah. You know, it's. Um, I know I'm probably going to put up a Ukrainian flag inside the trailer just so I always think of him.
1: I had mine in Florida last weekend. I brought it with me.
0: Yep. Actually, I think I have the one that he gave me. I think it is yeah, in the trailer. Yes,
1: it's the one that he gave me. It's in my suitcase. I brought it down. And I, I plan on uh, bringing it to every contest this year. So,
0: And, Jared, you already do something special in this regard, right?
2: Yeah. So just just briefly uh, a little plug here. Um, I, I cook every fall. Uh, for a nonprofit called leukemia and lymphoma Society um, you can find them at lls.org org um, and they they're a great organization you can you can look them up on like charity navigator they have like a 97 percent rating they're a real real good charity um, and they, they've donated 1.7 billion dollars so far to uh, blood cancer research um, so they, they they do that they work with scientists they they make a lot of donations for research but another thing they they do is they support uh families who you know either are directly or indirectly going through um through through this horrible horrible disease um they they provide financial support to to some families um so you know like like you said earlier luke we we've all been affected by this uh, i mean it's uh unfortunately um I, i've been affected in a few different ways um uh, by this and and so both both through work and, and uh my personal life um so it it's a good organization check it out donate if you can um lls.org um and yeah I, it's one of the good charities out there i i know that i i choose my charities very carefully i do my research um on charity on charity navigator and sites like that to to make sure that the people who need it are actually getting the money um right and and i i really believe that this is uh one such organization
0: yeah that's uh it's an organization i've worked with before and um that definitely will be contributing to um
2: yeah, they do, they do something, uh, or they do events around the country too, at all times of year called Light the Night, um, where there's one in Boston Common every fall, like October, um, but they do them all over the place. And, and what they do is they give everyone a balloon and they give different color, color balloons out if you're, uh, a, a survivor or just in memory of somebody. Uh, so it, it's really, it's really cool. Like to see Boston common all lit up with these balloons in, in red and gold and purple and all of these different colors. Um, so, so yeah, it, that's something that they do as well to kind of get the community involved, get, get kind of more support in, in donations. Uh, and I'm going to quit talking about it cause I'm getting choked up about it, but yeah. it's really, it's really cool.
0: Yeah. And we're going to put a, when I make the post about this, we'll put a link in there, Jared. Awesome. Um, and we'll also put a link in for the Shipman youth center too, uh, which is a group, a li- local Lake Placid group that Dimitri was very, uh, very, very involved with. Um, well, thank you guys for coming on. Uh, you know, the three of us and other friends, Ed, Chuck, Nancy, jenny you know the top gun boys we've all had some really sean suzanne we've all had basically family memories from that contest and from our time that we got to spend with dimitri and i just wanted to i don't know i just wanted to do this because it felt like the right thing to do to have to talk about him
2: honor a friend so yeah, absolutely. thanks for having us, Luke. R- really, yeah, really yeah. appreciate this. It's, um, yeah, it, it's going to be, you know, obviously a, 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 a tough situation, but a lot of fond memories and and family is is a good way to put it.
0: Yep. Absolutely, and I'll always, I'll always remember him with a giant smile on my face and a little laugh, just because he brought an amazing amount of joy. So,
2: yep. absolutely.
0: Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Pitmaster, an Old Virginia Smoke podcast. Be sure to subscribe and like the podcast, rate the podcast, and to share it out with your friends. Also, be sure to check out the Old Virginia Smoke TikTok as well. Old Virginia Smoke. One word. That's all you have to search for. It's hilarious. Tune in next week for another great episode of Pitmaster. For companies interested in advertising, please contact Old Virginia Smoke directly via www.oldvirginiasmoke.com. Pitmaster and Old Virginia Smoke podcast is edited by Chris Sedanka. Pitmaster and Old Virginia Smoke podcast is a property of Old Virginia Smoke LLC. Old Virginia Smoke.
1: Old Virginia.
0: Smoke Old Virginia Old Virginia smoke